the Messy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much for joining us on this special episode of The Messy Back End. We have a wonderful show for you today. Michael Jordan once said, talent wins the game, but teamwork and intelligence wins the championship. Our expert today is Jason Swank. Jason is the agency advisor and mentor that guides marketing agencies through a proven framework for growing their agency faster. Jason has literally written the book for growing an agency from nothing to eight figures. You'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. Our expert will share their experience, expertise, and the tools that they suggest to get it all cleaned up. And if you're an entrepreneur with a messy back end and you would like to submit your story or question for our experts, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. If you, yep, you, the one listening right now, feel inspired to take our experts' advice and you would like to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know about your progress. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. One of the biggest software issues that online businesses have is their shopping cart. Head on over to themessybackend.com forward slash cart for more details about ThriveCart, the number one cart software that grows your income from existing traffic. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? At Lock and Load Marketing, we simply offer the best strategies and solutions. We will build it out with you and manage it for you. If it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing. Now on to our expert, Jason Swank. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. Hey, Jason. Thanks so much. I appreciate you joining us for the messy back end. Um, of all people, I know that whenever I talk to you or get an email from you, I'm like, there's no freaking way Jason has a messy back end. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love the name and thanks for having me on the show. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I, it actually kind of, there's a story about how that came about. It's in episode one, but it's kind of, it's kind of awesome how the, the uh, term came <laughs> about. But, um, so what, what we wanted to talk about today actually was triggered by an email that I got from you a couple of weeks ago where you were talking about this particular thing on your podcast about the hiring. Um, how do you find those people and, you know, vet them and kind of what do you do there? I know there's, there's some things that you've got to be able to do because this, this is a hard one for me. I've, I failed at it. I admit it. Yeah, well, what I found was is before you get to a hiring point, you have to know where the company's going. You have to have the right foundation in place, right? Think of all the 
you know, obviously I help digital agency owners and, and, and those types of people. And think about those types of people and probably like any other entrepreneur, they're accidental. They knew how to do something cool. Someone offered them money and they're like off to the races. But it took them years, sometimes 20 years to figure out where do they actually want to go and who do we want to be? And if they don't have that clarity, then they can't figure out how do we evaluate who's the best person for my company that can actually make decisions without me, right? And then you don't have a messy back end, right? And you want to hire smarter people than you, but you can hire Albert Einstein. But if he doesn't know where you're actually going, like I always use this analogy. Let's say we're on a boat. We're going from New York to London, but you don't tell anybody we're going to London and you're driving. After 10 hours, you're going to be like, I got to take a nap. And your team, every time the boat changes course, they keep waking you up and you keep coming to the wheel and adjusting it like one degree, two degrees. Finally, if you just tell them where you're going, they can make the decision <laughs> and fix it. That right. is so, that's right on, right, Nate? Because we actually just talked about, and I think you're the one who actually said this earlier in the podcast. Oh, I did. I'll, I'll take the credit for that. You should take the <laughs> take credit. That credit. Yeah. So like you're right up there with Jason because your answer was. It was pretty much the same thing, actually. I think Jason was eavesdropping on us earlier because, <laughs> yeah, you pretty much said what I, what I said for him earlier in the show. Just, yeah, aligning your vision, aligning the goal. I do like that, that boat analogy, though. That's, that's a deep one. I like it. Well, a lot of people say it, yeah, like, too. like you were thinking of it. But yes. Haven't said it yet. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, but that's, that's perfect. That's the thing that I feel, feel like a lot of us struggle with is wanting to hire somebody that is better than us in a lot of areas. And so we feel ashamed to do that, but it's like, no, if anything, you're supposed to hire somebody who's better at you in the areas that you're struggling with. You know, yeah. if you're not great at driving a boat, hire somebody that's better at driving a boat than you. Cause your goal is to get to the destination, hire a boat captain. Yeah. And you also got to make sure that they have share the similar core values, right. right? Like they believe in something like you, they're not your identical twin. That would be a complete utter nightmare, yeah. but they have to have core, the core values, right? So like when we were growing the agency or when we were growing this business, like it really kind of stemmed from my core values, right? Of like, you know, think different, um, you know, do more with less, you know, celebrate wins, you know, our, our team is our most valuable asset. And then those core values allow you to make better decisions. And it also allows you to be like, all right, is this person a douchebag or is this guy nice? Or like, do we want to hang out with them? That kind of stuff. And then, you know, the, if you can do that, then you're going to just excel. And then, and the other thing I always tell people is, you should be hiring for your weaknesses. Too many people keep trying to work on their weaknesses. And I actually think it's a mistake. You should work on your strengths. It's kind of like if you looked at a Walmart is a good example, right? Their, uh, their strength is low pricing. Their weakness is bad customer service and they pay their people really poorly. And so, but if Walmart fixed their weakness, they can't have low prices anymore. <laughs> right, they lose their strength. Very sense. true. Very true. And uh, you, I mean, you think you hit it on the head too. So once you find somebody that has your vision, they don't just have to know you're going to Europe. They have to know that you want to go to Europe on smooth waters with nice drinks and people waiting on you. They have to know all of those core things too, because then they work up to the standard that you're expecting from them. So if you hire people to help you with your weaknesses, then you can get stronger where you are, which is where you're making your money. 
Yeah. And, and, and you have to have, I, I, I think the best businesses in the world treat their employees first right. and they'll go to bat for them over any client. Like I remember if a client kind of was rude to any member of our team, we'd get rid of that client. It didn't matter. It would sting and we'd have to investigate it all to make sure. Right. right. And then we'd be like, Oh, get rid of them. Yeah, I mean, I I um I have about one client a year that I run into that with. I know in the initial call, I'm like, mm, this person's going to be really tough, and then I'm on the fence. Do it? Do I take them or not? So you know, you do have to watch that, not just from um, the back end, but from the front end too. Because if you have clients that are affecting your business, I mean, they they'll affect you for a long time and change the value of your business if you're working with people like that. Always trust your gut. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your gut's hardly ever wrong, especially when you go to the buffet and you go up there multiple times. But, you know, like I always would joke with people, I'd be like, look, there's no such thing as a bad client. There's only a bad prospect or a bad process. And you got to kind mm-hmm. of figure out which one it is. And most of the time it's a bad prospect. And we're like, oh, I got to make payroll. Let me take on this guy. Oh, he'll be good. I can change that. I'm like, <laughs> nope, they're always going to be an a-hole. And you're like, get rid of them. <laughs> Totally true. So let's say then that you found some people with your vision and you recognize after spending some time with them that they have your core values and hopefully you have your processes in place and that's a whole separate episode, you know, the whole letting them steer the ship, knowing how to drive kind of thing. But how do you then get them on board? Like what, what is that step between, you know, full steam ahead and we're boarding the ship? Even before they're hired, and especially I did this with my current team right, right now, is when I started realizing I don't want to ever do this one particular role ever again, I would just start recording it. And then I would have someone document it. And then before they were even hired or before their first day, I'd be like, all right, here's a library of all the stuff that you're supposed to be doing. I don't care if you do it just like this or you do it better, but here's a little bit to get you going. But usually on day one, people are, you know, efficient because they've, they've already done the homework of going through this library of stuff that we need from them. And then the other thing too is, is we all have a common goal. So they, they understand the long-term goal and they also understand the why. I think that's also important too, right? Like, so our whole goal is to be the number one resource in the world for agency owners. Now, it's very hard to measure. Like how I told people how we can measure it is if we get at least three emails a day talking about we change people's lives. That's how we're going to measure it. And then the why is to create a resource that we wish we had when we were running our agency. So now my team has the power to make those decisions. And then what we'll do is we'll come up with quarterly goals for the company and we'll break them down in a number of different ways. And then I'll ask the team members to come up with their goals for the quarter. And then, you know, they have those kind of, I guess in the, some of the systems, people call them rocks. I don't know. We'll call them goals. I think it's just easier to call them a goal. Like why call a goal a rock? I don't understand. (laughs) So you can call everything else sand and water pebbles. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, I guess that's right. So I don't know. It's cool little name, I guess, but you know, then they can come up with their goals. And then I, my whole job as a leader is to help them achieve their goals and to provide resources and, and things that they need and make them better there were so many golden nuggets in that little <clears throat> couple minute thing that you said. But um, one of the first things that you said was that you actually record what you do. I'm always telling people to write down every single step. Oh my gosh. So brilliant. Turn on your screen recorder and then send it to your VA, have them track all of that. 
that is the smart way to do it because then you know you didn't miss any steps and they can see better than sometimes it's easier to watch than to read and then like you said they're efficient because they already have exactly what they need that's i was just i was just lazy and a bad writer so it was just easier (laughs) to create a video either way that i mean i'm like i'm to me that was one of the one of the biggest things that i just picked up on that what do you think nate what happened i blacked out frank to tank moment (laughs) (laughs) no uh yeah you gave a, a lot of great stuff there jason one of the things that i love what you're talking about you know in kind of bringing those people on board and bringing that in is kind of start like you said the start with why and then help them achieve their goals, you know, figure out their own individual why as well. Um, I think a lot of us forget that when we are an entrepreneur and we, we are so used to wearing so many hats ourselves and trying to juggle all these rule, roles that when we bring on new people, we forget that we now have to be a business owner, but we also have to be a leader, uh, you know, and we're leading a team and growing a team. I think that's a big thing that sets the solopreneurs apart from the businesses that are able to grow. It's how well you can be a leader to, like you said, you take care of your team, you help them achieve their goals, they're going to take care of you. And they're going to say, hey, you know what? Our visions are still aligned. He's still taking care of me. He's still empowering me to do what's right and do what's right for the customer, uh, you know, to get that ship safely across the ocean. Um, when, when you're a good leader like that, you're able to, you know, achieve goals so much better. And then when there are any issues, you know, when, when you, when you are a good leader, they're going to come to you and go, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. This is how I'm not able to achieve those goals right now. Like you said, the way that you guys measure it are three emails a month, you know, a person on the team or whatever, they're only getting one email a month. They can come to you and say, Hey, this is where I'm falling short. Because we have these measurable, attainable goals, you know, smart goals, Google it, you know, and they, they can come to you and say, hey, this is where, you know, I'm falling short. And I'm sure that happens. I'm not, I'm not you could tell me if I'm wrong there with your agency, but I feel like, you know, uh, listeners, he's nodding his head right now. So, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> You're agree. I agree. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. I think that, so we have our vision as the owners of our businesses and we have our purpose and our goals and everything else. But I think another thing that you said, Jason, was to give the people that work for you their own goals and their own purpose. Like, what is your purpose for working with me? Because you want them to have their own personal interest in it. And that was what makes them a better team member. Well, they, you know, I, I remember, so when I sold my agency, I remember being the employee and on the reverse side and the worst thing, the biggest thing I worry about now is demotivating the right employee. Like everybody is like, Oh, I can motivate my employees. If you have to motivate your employees, you hired the wrong people. Like what you should Amen. be worrying about is demotivating them. And, and if you do that, cause I remember like some, like when they realize you reach a cap, they're demotivated. Like if you're anything like me, like I constantly want to climb the next mountain, do the next adventure. And we need to like, for me, like Tony Robbins came out with like the seven traits we all need and we do different weights. Like some of significance, like significance is huge with me. Contribution is another one, right? And so if your employees have that, they want to be able to contribute to feel a sense of worth, you know, in their marketplace. Because if they have worth in their job, now it's not a job. And then you don't have to worry about the work-life balance. It's just blended. 
Like what we try to do is like when we do like our digital agency experience event, all that kind of cool stuff, like we try to invite, you know, like whole families out there and that kind of stuff. Like why just separate it? Yeah, I love that because I mean, it is for us, right? Especially as the business owner, it's basically there's the line is very blurred between are like people ask me what my hobbies are and I'm like, um, branding. I, you know, I don't, I don't like, I don't have time to read or I quit playing the flute. I have my flute, but that doesn't interest me as much as doing this kind of thing. It's kind of eat, sleep and drink. When you're building air tables in your sleep, you know, you've done one too many air tables that day, but that's kind of how it works out for you. Um, Jason, you are brilliant as always. And I mean, I could literally talk to you all day long. Um, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and time with us today. You are super smart. Definitely. Thanks for having me on the show. And if you guys want to know more, go to swankit, swank.it, and you'll be able to link to the two shows. <laughs> I absolutely love your last name is so cool. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we've been playing with it. Like we'll always do our signs off. Have a swank day. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I love it. It's not the same. Nate and I just don't have that kind of a name. So People ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and running. What we tell them, work with our podcast managers at The Messy Backend, and then check out the platform we use for everything else, podserve.fm. They do all the hard work to get you published on many of the major podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. After that, they help promote it and make sure it's seen by thousands. Check out their easy four-step process at podserve.fm forward slash messy. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Nathan Allen Media. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Thank you to our advertisers, podserve.fm, who can help you get your podcast hosted and published. Visit them at podserve.fm slash messy. And thank you to Thrivecart, the only shopping cart your business will ever need. Visit them at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Last but not least, the biggest thank you to our team. We couldn't do it without you. To my co-host, Nate Tucker, and our production managers and crew. You can find out more about our amazing team at themessybackend.com slash team. Not only that, but our team is ready to help you start and build your podcast today. Visit us at themessybackend.com slash team for details. Woo, well, that's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.